can we just raise a glass to Liza, who has survived as of today another year? As of this recording, so, she's still with as us. As of this recording, as far as we know, Liza is still going strong. You're going to see the interview everyone is going to be talking about. Wagon wheel, what to see? What do I think of her? Yes. I don't think of her. Then we become divas as opposed to just strong women. Oh, coughing during my interview, really? It feels uh, reductive. Hello! Hello there! And welcome! Hello! Sophie was supposed to respond. Or yeah. I think she was talking to the listeners, but yeah. at some point it got awkward <laughs> enough that we all thought it was us. <laughs> well, well, it's been a while, so I'm a bit, a bit rusty. But uh, this is your little diva energy, uh, diva of the year countdown, with your hosts Holly Morgan and my husband Tom's also here. Hello. But also here we have none other than Rich Hawkins. Hiya. And Christopher Adams. Good evening. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Happy Hello. Christmas and New Year period to you. Oh, how lovely it is to see your faces. Um, and what a year it's been. <laughs> yeah. Haven't we had a time of it? Yeah, no, we had it. You know, there were some good parts of the year. We had some fun times. We went yes. on holiday. We went on holiday briefly in the in the um hinterland between lockdowns you, moved you guys house. are having you guys are having a baby we're having we've made most of a baby this mm. year yeah 95 percent of it we're just finishing him off really it's like when you like make a really like one of them like a lasagna and yeah. then you just grill it at the end yeah, yeah. cheese on top pop it in the oven yeah. For 20. yeah 2022 is all we're really doing for, for that so yeah like yeah if my baby was a lasagna it, this explains why it took us so long to get pregnant doesn't it yeah, we obviously fundamentally misunderstood the process. <laughs> you were making lasagnas. <laughs> yes. Got your bechamel sauce mixed up. It was, uh... <laughs> oh, <Christ. laughs> How horrid. So shall we begin with number 10 on our countdown of the 10 greatest diva moments of 2021? Do the listeners know we're doing a 10? No, no we didn't tell them. No, we... the host didn't mention it. <laughs> jing- I thought maybe there'd be a jingle inserted. I think there will be. There usually is. It'll be you screaming right. year and diva. I <laughs> yeah, should we just record that now? So you've got it. Yeah, okay, right, everyone sit back. Year in Diva! Now, we, we have actually made an organised list. Um, so I'll, I'll tell you what number 10 is, listener. Number 10. You want me to do a sting for number 10? Yes. Yeah. Number 10! Lovely. Ooh, Capital Radio vibes. Very good. Thank you. Um, at number 10, we have Jennifer Lopez at the inauguration. Oh. oh. Let's get loud. Let's get loud. Let's get that my own song into into this one I've been asked to sing. This one being the national anthem? Oh, Gaga did the anthem, didn't she? I was trying to remember um, what song she, she was this singing. This Land Is Your Land. This Land Is Your Land, yeah. Which is a sort yeah. of sub-anthem, isn't it? Why don't we have one of those? Because we've got our shitty No, anthem. we do. We've got... We've got um, Rule Britannia. We've got Rule Britannia. It's the slave one. Oh. Oh, shit. Okay, yeah, okay. So it'd be like in the middle of Rule Britannia, someone just deciding to do Because We Want To by Billy Piper. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if that someone was Billy Piper. If that person was yeah. Billy Piper. <laughs> Which I think she'd be the first person on the list to perform yeah. Rule Britannia. <laughs> Sorry, Adele, we've got Billy. It's, uh... <laughs> anyway, we're digressing again. Yes. 
Back to Jennifer Lopez. Isn't that what we do? You keep stopping <laughs> us. <laughs> well, um, well, tell us about J-Lo at the inauguration. Jennifer Lopez looked iconic, is iconic, lest we forget, is in her 50s. Mm. Every time, I feel like I need to sh- shout that every time she comes up in conversation, mm. that she's in her 50s. Uh, she stood up there at that, I, I want to call it a pl- podium, that's it, not a plectrum. And she... And she blasted out, let's get loud. And that was really set the well, tone. Well, she blasted out, this land is your land, and then dropped into <laughs> let's get loud about halfway through. <laughs> Which I think is a callback to her Super Bowl performance mm. because she that was the song that she had the children in the cages for. That's right, yeah, political. Oh, you think it was a political move, not just J-Lo being fabulous. <laughs> J-Lo being fabulous. <laughs> both, both, bit of column A, bit mm. of column B. Yeah, mm-hmm. in the fluoro cages. I think she was going, yes, A, it's um, this is one of, it's my song um, and it's a banger, but also we're going to not stand for this anymore. Also, just from a live singing point of view, she's remixed the song that she's singing mm. live in front of your eyes and ears and used a sample. Yeah. <laughs> and on a note on J-Lo... Musicality. Her, musicality. Yeah. See, Jennifer Lopez... Producer is, and she, singer. She does not sing live. No. <laughs> she no. even... In that Thank concert. God. No, absolutely. We don't. It's not what we come to her for. Gaga's concert where she was underneath the fairy tree. Oh, and it was unapologetically fully <laughs> produced. So it was actually very brave of her. Sounded like T-Pain. <laughs> yeah, she did. It was very brave of her to sing live at the inauguration. The whole thing reminded me, and here's a, here's a decade-old pop culture reference for you. From you, Chris. Um, On me, brand. Um, <laughs> the whole thing reminded me a little bit of when Leslie Nope in Parks and Recreation was trying to get um, elected as like city councillor or something. And yes. there was a song that kept she kept playing at the wrong moment in her kind of election rallies. And I feel like it was Let's Get Loud, but I don't think it could have been. But it could have been. It could have been, but that's what it reminded me of. Crossed a little bit with um, Patti LaBelle trying to find her background singers. Oh, yeah. Amazing. Lovely. Which is always worth a mention at this time of year. Absolutely. I just I'd segue that in there. No, nice I'm really glad you reference. did. I'm really glad yeah. you did. Thank you. Merry Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas, everyone. Um, yeah. And then other divas who appeared at the inauguration, we had Katy Perry, um, doing firework and again that's a big sing and mm. again it's not in her range her own sing to be fair it's her own sing but well i've actually heard Capehead sing this live okay give us the dates at a concert yeah i would say she opened with it and that was wise because <laughs> it was actually fine did and she fuck her voice everything else after it was <laughs> honestly on the floor it was <laughs> oh she, it was a great concert. I love Katy Perry. It was really oh, good fun. Floor. But honestly, the Vokes, she dropped them. Um, <laughs> does anyone have anything else to say about the inauguration? I mean, I'm sure political things happened, but like... Oh, there was a musical really theatre montage too. Oh, yes. The, uh, yes, uh, yes. Which I think was Let the Sunshine In uh, merged into, I don't know, something from Rent, was it? I yeah, it was something from Rent. Seasons of Love, didn't Seasons they? Yeah. Seasons of Love, probably. Yeah. And it had all the great people from Broadway singing on it. The genie uh, from Aladdin. The genie from Aladdin was there. Um, the only other person I can remember is Charlotte Danois. Um, Betty Buckley. Betty Buckley, I think, was mm. involved. Uh, was Patty Lapone in there? I feel. Probably. I feel like she must Maybe. have been. It was like the Audra. You know, Audra was in it probably. It, yeah. it just felt like that. You know, the 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 government was welcoming back the gays um, after yeah. for, after a few years of turbulence.
Number nine. Number nine. Now this one is, I'm going to, to fire over to you boys because this is a cause very dear to your hearts. <laughs> this is the step segment, isn't it? It is the step oh. segment. Okay, I'm going to give you just like a short rundown of what I think are the key moments from Steps by this year. So first one, they did a re-recording of one of their songs with Michelle Visage. Yeah. But because it's Steps and they're incredibly camp and always mean to Lisa Scott Lee, to give Visage <laughs> lines, they just cut Lisa's, Lisa's bits. <laughs> and then they went on Graham Norton and performed it without Lisa. <laughs> always trolling SLL, always oh. trolling her. And I love them for that. Same thing when um, she appeared on when they appeared on RuPaul's Drag Race, right? Yeah. yeah, she wasn't there. But did they explain? Lisa's often not there. Sometimes they do a like "get well soon, Jerry" kind of like nod to the yeah. camera and never mention it again. And other times they just don't mention it at all. I have a real question about this. Like, do you real think it's still some that. like H and Claire dictatorship going on? Mm. Like, uh, maybe they just don't tell her, and then by yeah. the time they do, it's too late for the flight. I think it's stuff like that. It's like <laughs> mean girl <laughs> tactics to leave her out mm. every opportunity. <laughs> So did you get the email? I forwarded it to you. <laughs> yeah, it's very which, that. Which address did you use? Maybe it's in your spam. <laughs> Are you still on Yahoo? It's really got that energy. Hasn't have it? you changed your number? Because I never got a blue tick on your WhatsApp. <laughs> Poor um, other steps news. Faye got COVID and the tour <laughs> went in the bin. Um, I think Lee got COVID as well, didn't he? Chris Adams. Um, the only step story I have to contribute um, is from March 2017. Is that is that current enough? Are you asking if a story from March 2017 is um, part of a discussion about 2021? <laughs> it's just um, it just came to me that it, that was when Claire from Steps got a bird trapped in her in her house. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it was a funny story. Um, yeah, the the hashtag. Hashtag pray for Claire from Steps is trending. <laughs> that four years ago. Wow, time oh flies. Yeah. She um she was just watching TV and a bird flapped in and she couldn't get it out. And look, everyone was sending her tips and suggestions to, uh, to for how to get it out. But anyway, don't mind me. Number eight. Do you do you number eight? Okay, that one. <laughs> Sorry, so, no, I like I like that one. <laughs> number uh, eight. <laughs> uh, number eight uh, is Madonna. What number are we on? Eight. <laughs> Madonna, who doesn't come up very often on this podcast, um, but you know we like her. Uh, she had fall. <laughs> Madonna had a bit of fall. <laughs> Not the kind of fall she had at the Brits. Not again. No, oh, she no. did fall down again. And she got her ass out and she did. She she really did. It looks like she fell under the bed. It looked a bit like a, a terrible crime scene photo or like a, a post, you know, when someone's poor Nana has died, but it <laughs> happened while they were getting changed. And they've, <laughs> and they've had to go in and deal with the scene and she's not lying there with her bum out. But they haven't and put a tea just, towel over it. Yeah. And it like, and it's just a bit traumatic for everyone yeah. involved. Or it looks a bit like she's like she's dropped the TV remote under the bed and then tried to crawl under to get it and her back's gone and she's yeah. just stuck <laughs> like slaves like a Christmas turkey. I can't remember oh, what God. she what she kind of said about it. I, oh, I, she kicked off because it was in a series of photos and there was a nipple exposed in one of them, so that Instagram took it down. So I think she diverted all attention by making it about <laughs> free the nipple. As opposed to Madonna, why are you on the floor, face down, <laughs> half of your ass out the bed? Like, 
she she really sidestepped it <laughs> she really did and like you know on this podcast we do not for one minute we 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 we, we let madonna get away with a lot <laughs> i'm supposed she'd get number one yeah because <laughs> <laughs> she's on the list it's we, usually and, the rule and we have no truck with people old shaming or body shaming her however whatever she's had done to her bum it does look like one of like the ratchet filler queens on drag queens and drag on drag race just grabbed an old sofa off the old kent road and like shoved it in some some fishnets it it looks lumpen i would say like i am a big supporter of people having extreme cosmetic surgery yes (laughs) and i think for the most part madonna's extreme plastic surgery is extremely successful Yes. I would argue the arse work less so. Yeah. I would say... However, the, the face was a little bit less successful at the beginning. It's really settled into itself. Do you think her bum is going to settle into yeah, itself? I do. <laughs> I do. I really do think that. Well, we can all pray for 2022. <laughs> Number seven. Number seven. 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 Well, this is a very convenient segue, actually, because um, number seven is Taylor's 10-minute version <laughs> of All Too Well, um, in which she basically dredged up a load of old history with Jake Gyllenhaal. It's also my song of the year. Ooh. And I've never song of the year. Song of the year. Never been a Taylor Taylor fan. It's taken some persuading. No, I converted you this year, didn't I? I sent it to you the minute it dropped because it's famously one of Taylor's best songs, as yeah. decided by the Swifties. And I popped it on and was like, "This is going to do it. This is going to tip Morgs into understanding that Taylor Swift has the musical talent of Dolly Parton." I said it. You did. Um, not the personality, but no. it's a banging song. And the 10-minute version just keeps giving and giving. Absolutely. So if you're not already a big fan of Taylor Swift, then uh, Rich still has some places on his conversion therapy course. Mm-hmm. Yes. In yes. which you will become a super fan. I'm a strong well. proponent for conversion therapy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is about this song, to be honest, because she made that whole album that was essentially like right up my alley, but I didn't mm. care for it. The one with Bonnie Vare on it and all that one that everyone was crying about. And I was like, oh, boring. Yeah. But um, actually, All Too Well got me. I think I need gossip with my with Matei. Mm. <laughs> and then I'm here for it. Um, I just think the project of re-recording all of her albums is incredibly uh, uh, divatastic as well. Can someone explain to me how it, what it was for? Does anyone know the ins and outs? Yes, I do. So, Scooter Braun, who is a music manager, looks after people like... Um, Justin Bieber, famously, he, well, I don't know if it's him specifically, but like the record label and him and the people own Taylor's music and profit off of it. And she wanted to buy up back her back catalogue so that she could be in control of it. Um, And they said no. And they had a big legal battle back and forth. There's more like legality to it. And then eventually she said, fine, fuck you. So she just is now going to go back through her cat because she owns the songs because she writes them. She doesn't own the recordings. So she's just re-recording everything she's ever sung. And then she will own the entire thing. And because Taylor Swift fans are crazy, they will now only stream the Taylor's versions when they exist. So it basically cuts out the music industry. And that amazing is a diva. Yeah, that really is. That is incredible. Um, so, you know, fair fucks, Taylor. I, I'm, I'm a, I'm a Tay yeah. Taste. What, what do I call myself now? A Swifty. I'm a Swifty now. It does cool. sound a bit like I should use it on the floors, but you know, fine. 
Um, Tom, what's your song of the year? My song of the year, I'm glad you asked. It's Montero by Little Nas X. Oh, yeah. Yeah, with an honourable mention for I Drink Wine by Adele. Yeah. I've been listening to a lot of that album and crying recently, so... Mm, but I Drink has. Wine is not the song I cry to. Um, but yeah, Montero, it was just a, it was an epic moment of pop culture, as yep. well as being... A, a, it absolutely slaps. Oh, <laughs> yeah. it really does. You forget. When you put you it forget. on, you're like, oh my God. I hadn't heard it for about two weeks, and we went to Seville, and it was on the radio when we were on like the rooftop. And Oof. it was just like, oh my fucking God, I'd forgotten how much this, how good this is. Oh, and that video as well. The video the where video. I believe she pole dances down into hell. And, and then, then lap dances dance the, dance the devil. Like, and looks so fit. My God. Absolutely iconic. Um, Chris Adams, I'm assuming your song is not Little Nas X. I've actually got three songs of the year. I hope that's acceptable. Come um, on, let's hear them. They're all quite brief mentions. The first one is Agatha All Along uh, oh. from the TV show <laughs> One Division, uh, just for, for camp value. Why not? My second choice is um, I Don't Feel Hate, which was the uh, it came 25th. It, it was the um, German Eurovision entry this year. Uh, it came 25th. It was by a singer called Jendrik Sigvart. I hope I'm pronouncing your name right, Jendrik. Uh, he loves the show. Uh, he listens, he's a regular listener. Uh, it was the highlight of my Eurovision, but sadly it didn't do very well. It only got three points, but that's more points than we got. Uh, so that was my second choice. And then um, coming up in first choice, um, not just because of it being a good song, but just because it marked a new era in pop music. It has to be. Uh, ABBA with with Don't Shut Me Down, oh. a pop classic straight from the late 70s, if ever there was one, in our own time. My um, song of the year is also a landmark moment in pop culture. It's um, Tia Coffey's cover <laughs> of I Want It All, the Candy yeah. Floss with a K uh, <laughs> classic from Celebrity Brother and Chantel. That's correct. Um, not only is Tia Coffey my favourite queen to come out of Drag Race, any franchise this year. What an absolute icon. Covering Candy Floss with the K's. <laughs> I, like, just, oh, it's just so camp. <laughs> I love her so much. So Incredible. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you're on the wrong podcast. Probably. On the wrong pod, yeah. yeah. Fabulous. Right, number six. Do you, do, you, do you think? Number six. Number six, we've got Shakira and the Wild Boars. Oh. <laughs> Sounds like a band. It really does. Shakira and the Boars. No, no. <laughs> boars. They're after now, me. When this came over on the WhatsApp chat, I have to confess that I have entirely forgotten. This must have blanked from my memory. <laughs> so I'm going to need Tom to remind me what happened. Yeah. Okay, so Shakira was attacked by wild boar <laughs> whilst on holiday in Spain. Yeah, apparently, because I don't know. They something... hit her purse, didn't they? Yeah, no, she hit them, she with, hit the them with the purse, I think. Right. They oh attacked her son. Um, she gave a press conference about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Google it. It's brilliant. Nobs, it reminded me of when you were attacked that time, but well, when you were followed aggressively by that fox. By a fox, yeah. I had to throw snacks <laughs> at it to try and get rid of it. <laughs> And that moves us on to number five, which I believe Rich is going to talk us through. Oh, this is really painful for me, though, actually. It's, I know. I'll be honest, it's been a difficult year to be a Barb. Um, 
Nicki Minaj this year came out against vaccinations because she said her cousin, who is in Trinidad's friend, had a vaccine and his testicles swelled up so much that his fiance wouldn't marry him. And that's Nicki Minaj's cautionary tale about getting vaccinated, which isn't funny, but is quite funny it was quite quite funny it's very camp um it's it has been a difficult year to be a nikki fan like the barbs have been in turmoil like we obviously had her being an anti-vax there's some very nasty stuff going on with her uh her husband and various things that i don't want to discuss because it's gross and also she i'm this probably comes up later but she also piled into the uh little mix versus jesse debacle in a just really showed her asshole to the world. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. Well, that's I'm in fact number four. That is that is the next point. So oh, I think it? roll it all Leaves in. in yeah. Roll in. Gorgeous little segue. Number four. Who's gonna? Oh God. Who's gonna talk about Jesse? Morgs talk oh, about Jesse. Oh Jesse. Look, we all watch the doc. We live for Jesse. She's had a shitty old time. However, <laughs> she has really gone out of her way to make it difficult mm-hmm. to support her solo work, mm. seemingly. Well, the first uh, thing she did was when she left Little Mix, she yeah. triggered a lot of 90s kids by doing a Jerry and being like, I'm leaving, I need to find myself, and then dropping bad music six months later. You know, yeah. like, it already hurt, and then... yeah, Really then convincing had... us that she'd left because she didn't want to be a pop star anymore. And yeah. then immediately announcing that she was making more. But we supported it. We were like, look, it yeah. hurts, but, yeah. you know, we might get a Machika Latino out of it yet. Like, maybe we'll stick with it. We'll see what happens. <laughs> Absolutely. And what happened? What happened was we got <laughs> bad boys. I'm like, you know, Jerry had the sense to rip off Madonna. Mm. Like, if you're going to follow an example... Yeah. Do that. Just fa- sample that Madonna would have gladly let you, would have appeared with you, I'm sure. Instead, we sampled Bad Boys for Life, which is just like such a bizarre choice for a div anyway. Mm. I mean, I guess she would probably be like, oh, but I'm like subverting it and making it like a female thing. And then what she decided to do was shoot, reshoot the video shot by shot, a video which had been quite celebrated at the time for um the way that engaged with race relations and how a white neighborhood felt about uh, puff daddy moving in she then became puff daddy in her own version and was rocking around this neighborhood gurning and making uh, in the visual language of the video seems to suggest that bad boys are black boys right yes it was just so uncomfortable and then you watch the like internet react which is always nasty and we don't like there is always a thing i always think like don't say nasty things about people on the internet just do it on podcasts because like there's no need but she just doubled down on it and like that instagram live going back to nikki where they jump on there and and they are like sort of defending it and they're not and and then nikki talks about leanne and how leanne's yeah. like a bad person and jesse laughs and you're like not you laughing at the only black person in little mix when you're talking about oh the whole thing is just so painful it's so unfortunate 
Did you see her performing it at the Capital One, Capital Jingle Ball? I mean, at least we got loads of memes out of it because that I mean, we was just... just glorious, wasn't it? <laughs> it really, it just, I just felt like such a nan watching it. It just, all the phrases of my childhood, like put it away. Yeah. Uh, if, if you do that again, the wind will change and you'll stay that way. She just had, she had a tongue out the whole time. It was just very, um, why is she performing it again? Why are her people not being like, right, we're just going to quietly move on from this song and we're going to come back out. next year with a lovely ballad or whatever it needs to be and just yeah. distance. Instead, they like, again, double down on this. Also, a shit song, apart from anything else. <laughs> it's just gross. And to top it all off, we got those final Little Mix songs from their Greatest Hits album and they were all boring. I know. Mm. Such a bad year for Little Mix. <sighs> Such a terrible year for Netflix. I mean, yeah, they've had some babies in that, and and Jade released a makeup palette, which is just as valid to be fair. Um, <laughs> so I think it's been good outside of the music. Yeah, that's. I'm, I'm not here for that Rihanna apology though. Like, it's not what I want. Like, mm, I, I mm. don't want more makeup. I don't want babies. <laughs> I don't want anything. I, I want, want another songs. album. <laughs> yeah, so, music. Can we just put some music out, ladies, and then we can worry about children and like big life choices outside of my interests. You know yeah, I mean? fair dues, absolutely. Yeah. So we're now going to do our um, entertainment moments of the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's that film? Yeah. TV. Theater. Yeah. Any of your, your arts medias? I'm going to kick you off. Go for it. And I'm going to tell you about another podcast, and I'm very sorry about that. <sighs> but Harsh Reality, the story of Miriam. Uh, yeah. Oh, very uh, good. Very so, good. So good. I'm so jealous that they did that, and I didn't do that, because it yes. is such a good story, and it's very well put together, and it's just a great little time capsule of a horrible time in television that mm. I thoroughly enjoyed and now feel very ashamed of myself for. Yeah, that's a very good podcast. Recommend it to a friend and makes yeah. me want to make my own podcast that explores the tragic story of the changing rooms teapots. Yes. Yes, it's <laughs> so what the nation that needs. that in 2022. <laughs> good, yeah. good. I'm going to make one uh, trying to track down the members of the fictional girl band Stinks <laughs> who... Um, in the in the late nineties, were were formed to, <laughs> were formed by NHS Scotland to make a to make a song called "Why Do You Keep on Running, Boy?" about the perils of smoking and why it made you unattractive to boys. Um, and I think probably editor, you could probably put in a few seconds of "Why Do You Keep on Running, Boy?" I imagine the copyright has lapsed. out there if you were one of the members of stinks either the vokes or the uh <laughs> presume the vokes and the manager the dancers weren't the same person but if you were involved in the creation of stinks get in touch because 2022 is gonna be the year of stinks's comeback it has a lyric that goes something like hey there boy fancy getting jiggy what's the problem is it the smell of my ciggy oh (laughs) incredible what a time capsule for the use of getting jiggy as well Mm, beautiful right will smith and stinks just (laughs) hand in hand (laughs) 
Well, the song, to be fair to Stinks, the, the song stuck in my mind and I am not a smoker. So well, it was worth the budget. Another life saved. Sorry, what were we talking about? What was your pop <laughs> culture moment? Yeah, what's your entertainment of the year? Oh, you mean I just, I can't just have Stinks for all the <laughs> Um, I have to give an honourable mention, first of all, to um, everyone involved in Below Deck, because uh, Below Deck is my ongoing uh, addiction. It's a, it's a terrible tragedy. It's all I ever watch now. Um, we're, we've been alternating since the pandemic began between Below Deck, Below Deck Med and Below Deck Sailing Yacht. Uh, we've, done a, we've done all but, I think, the last three seasons of, of, of the franchise. And it's been an incredible companion in these difficult times. Why have times we done this? Why have we done this? Um, have you heard enough of it? We've given him a platform to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> so look out for my Below Deck podcast in 2022. Morgs, what's your entertainment moment of the year? Uh, so I agonised over this uh, because I was like, look, it's just the last thing you saw in real life. And it's obviously got a lot of, you know, you've got that that's that's why it's stuck in your head and I thought no actually I can't think of anything I've enjoyed more than watching Donny Osmond singing crazy horses at the London Palladium Panto. in in Pantoland which was yeah. I think the only time I went to the theatre in 2021 um mm. and I had the time of my life <laughs> as the three of you can attest to I thought I was going to be sick I was laughing so much <laughs> I think I've got a video of it. I'll see if I can dig it out it was intense. It was a strange experience. It was so intense. You were just sort of rocking <laughs> with laughter right. at a couple of seats down the row. <laughs> I didn't know what was happening. I think you were just laughing at his very existence. <laughs> he wasn't even he wasn't even doing anything particularly funny at the time. But he was just singing one of his hits, and you were just pissing yourself. I think it's because you'd sort of forgotten that he did Crazy Horses. I forgot about Crazy Horses. It's a completely yeah. mad song, which is very. Happy. It does come out of yeah. It's so brilliantly bizarre. And it had fire. It does come at you, doesn't it? It really does, and he punctuated. Every every bit of it he could with with pyro and that was just so yeah. funny is donny a homosexual i don't think so i think so. mormons in it oh so might might be, be yeah so yeah. yeah fully potentially is right i mean i think i don't think there's any evidence to suggest <laughs> i mean i think we were all there that <laughs> night <laughs> <laughs> i'll google it hang on Oh, his website describes him as a family man. Okay. Oh. An overall household man. <laughs> Do you reckon they would have put prominent homosexual on his yeah. Yeah. I think they would have said, you know. Raging bum boy. Donny <laughs> <laughs> He was runner-up of season one of The Masked Singer USA. Which wow. brings us <laughs> to... very oh, nicely yeah, to my entertainment of the year. Yeah. which was the most recent series of The Masked Singer. Iconic. So A, because The Masked Singer is one of the greatest televisual acts that's ever been performed yeah. on us. Um, for those who haven't seen I'm sure you know what it is. Basically, a load of celebrities perform a series of songs in front of an audience um, in a variety of bizarre costumes, ranging from a dragon to a bag of chips. <laughs> um, and there'll be because the exact sweet spot of celebrity that you can get on board with the yeah. singer is is a very it's a very difficult line to tread because obviously Adele's not going to show up, but also you want someone that's famous enough that people would be able to guess who they might be. Uh, so one of the highlights of this particular season was Gabrielle being very clearly Gabrielle yeah. for the entire season. 
Um, and then everyone just knew she was Gabrielle, but no one had the guts to say it <laughs> because I think she nearly won or did win. No. No, she um, came close. She came close. Joss Stone won. I was going to say, Joss Stone was the weird one because I listen, I don't really watch The Masked Singer except I watch the bits on YouTube. I just want to watch the songs. I don't want to piss about for three hours. And I kept watching little clips and being like, well, it's Joss Stone. No, mm. it's yeah. Stone. Yes, but it is just Joss Stone. Like, it's this. <laughs> Just Joss Stone. Can we all just stop this now? It would be quite a short series if they just. <laughs> Sometimes it's really obvious. Like some people just sound like them. Like yeah, Lenny Henry. Like Gabrielle yeah. just sounds like. Like it's Gabrielle. Guys, let's move on. But then there was a real moment on this particular season when um, um, they were definitely trolling certainly a community of people yeah. in which they decided to eliminate in this order first Sophie Ellis Baxter who up until that point was being lauded as a lockdown queen yeah. for getting the country through. There was uh, there were rumours flying about that she was going to be knighted. Yeah. Or what do, what do ladies Damed. Damed. Getting damed. Damed Sophie Ellis-Baxter, which she will always be in our hearts. Yeah. Uh, and then they managed to top that by then immediately eliminating Mel B. Yeah. Oh. Although, to be fair, kicking a Spice Girl out of a singing competition... It's, it's not unfair, is it? No, it's a national service, really, at this stage. I don't know. It's a bit like kicking something defenceless. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Kicking a small dog. Um, and then Martine Wait, McCutcheon yeah. was on the chopping block immediately afterwards. Oh, three for three. Awful. Hideous. Martine. And the UK diva icons, all three yeah. in a row, cut out. And they only managed to save the series by keeping Gabrielle in that long. Yeah, that's true. Uh, guys, I'm sorry to interrupt. I do have a Donny Osmond update Oh, yes, here. please. Uh, just some breaking news, and I don't think you're going to like oh, it. Oh, shit. Um, on May the 8th, eight, uh, 1978, not 1878, <laughs> 1978, Donny married Deborah, um, and they have five sons together. But furthermore... Um, in, in the section on Wikipedia labelled personal life, and these are Wikipedia's words, not oh. mine. Osmond commented on his opposition to same-sex <gasps> marriage after the 2008 Proposition 8 in California. Uh, obviously, he's, he's a Mormon, and that group opposed Proposition 8 famously. Oh. Um, he believes that homosexuals should be accepted in the Mormon church if they remain celibate. So thank you, Donnie, for your permission oh. to join the <laughs> Uh, should we remain celibate? Like, what kind of what kind of gay person is going to like give back their jockstrap <laughs> to uh, wear those awful Mormon pants mm. and then be celibate? Like, no. Yeah. I'm no. all right, Donny. I'm all right for that. This brings us on to, I believe, number three in our top ten diva moments of the year. Do we need a sting? No. Number three. Number three. Number three. Um, Diana the Musical. Diana the Musical changed uh, all our lives <laughs> in many ways in 2021. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, where do we begin? Um, Diana the Musical had its had its premiere on Netflix of all places. Netflix decided of all the musicals it could purchase <laughs> to to go with Diana the Musical, uh, which had not yet opened on Broadway for many obvious reasons. Um, it did then open on Broadway um, for a couple of weeks <laughs> uh, and and then closed. But I mean, we we bring up Diana the Musical because firstly, you know, we're fans of of unlikely musicals here in the mm -hmm. pod. It um, comes up. We, it comes up occasionally. Is Diana the carry the musical of our times? Um, this is what... Feel the groove, even 
Royals need to move. <laughs> it's a thriller in Manila. It's, it's one of the lyrics. It's a thriller in Manila. Mm-hmm. Um, it serves me right from marrying a Scorpio. <laughs> all those classics. But um, but something unusual happened with with Diana on Broadway because you know everyone was taking the piss out of it and mocking it on on Netflix for being a, a shoddy musical. But then it kind of gathered this momentum of 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 support in its closing fortnight on Broadway. And it was selling out just a bit like our friend Carrie did. And everyone was going there. They were, you know, the the Queens were boogieing away on stage and in the store. Having the time of their lives. People were stealing the posters. People were framing their playbills. It it became a kind of pop culture moment. Uh, God bless Diana, the musical. And of course, Diana had a bit of a comeback this year, not literally, um, (laughs) but you know, Diana in the inter- in the entertainment industry had a bit of a comeback this year. She not only had her own musical, she she had a film yeah. out this year, which I don't think any of us have seen, so we can't really comment. Yeah, on it, we'll but, watch it at some know. point. No, but it is going to start. A, it's going to start a civil war between lesbians and gay men because isn't the rumor that Kristen oh Stewart is going to be nominated and up against Gaga for best actor at the Oscars? Ooh. Sorry, Gaga's been nominated yeah. for best. Well, the rumour is she's going to be nominated for Gucci and Kristen is going to be nominated for and they're the two hot favourites at the minute. Those are two pretty bold swings from the Oscars. Yes. (laughs) We've got titans of lesbian and gay culture there up against each other and I worry we've lived in harmony for so long Um, for the most part. Yeah. This is going to tear a crack down there. Who knew? This would be what a break. Mm. Gaga channeling the Dolmio lady and <laughs> Kristen Stewart in, in a hat. I mean, all right, all right. What a choice. So anyway, Diana and the musical. And the crown. I think we should all just take a moment. And the Crown, of yes. course. Yes, Diana vibes. Um, it's been the year of Diana, apart from all the other years when Diana was alive. <laughs> but this has been probably the biggest year for Diana. Uh, since she hasn't been alive. Since so, she died, it's been the biggest year for Diana outside of the Daily Express that we've seen. Yeah. yeah. She's really come back. She's really made it. And I think Diana, I think it's safe to say, Diana would have loved Diana, the musical. Where are we? What's at number two? Out of time. At number two. Well, this is another one for you, for you lads because you actually have tickets for this event. It's the return of ABBA at number two. Hello. ABBA are back. ABBA well, we've is back. talked about this a little bit. Yeah. We? But um, yeah. ABBA are coming back. They are building an ABBA state, an entirely dedicated ABBA stadium, Amazing. which ABBA will never go into ever. because instead they've created holograms of themselves and they are going to... I'm not totally sure what we bought tickets to, so can I explain it? No, but I think <laughs> they're making a concert of themselves as holograms, but when they were young and they're flogging an album and it costs a million pounds and we've obviously bought tickets. Oh. I'd like to point out from on behalf of the ABBA legal team, they have never mentioned the word hologram in the promotion of this mysterious concert. Oh. Um, so no one is quite sure what's going to happen. It could be that we've spent 180 quid on <laughs> tickets to watch ABBA on a big screen, uh, which we could have probably watched. Are you telling everyone? <laughs> but, uh, but they have said they've used but, the word avatars, ab- haven't they? Avatars. But do you know what an avatar is, Tom? Because I <laughs> flipping well don't. Yeah, it sounds like something and, on a big screen. If yeah. I'm sort of imagining it as, you know, that creepy, creepy doll thing that was in... Um, Squid Games. In, 
squid game. Yes. I, I'm, wond- I'm wondering if the avatars are like four big ones of those yeah. and they just sort of stand at the front of the stage and sort of move their heads around and lasers come out of their eyes. the big twist is that Abra are massive homophobes and they've lured ah. you all into a stadium oh to make you play squid games. In league with Donny Osmond. Oh my God. Oh my God. I can't believe we've discovered this. Whatever it is, I can't wait and I will buy a t-shirt for £45 <laughs> and I will have a lovely same. night. So, Solid um, same. Take my money, Benny and Bjorn. Give a bit to the other two and uh, I'm looking forward to it. Send Frida back to the woods. Yeah, let her go. Come on. Number one. Number one. Number one. Obviously, the greatest event probably to shake the diva sphere was the freeing of Britney Spears. Hooray! Yay! Yay! Excellent. Well done, Britney. Oh, lovely. And your legal team. And your legal team. And your legal team. Yeah. Um, yeah, brilliant. Where were you when you heard the news she was freed, boys? I think I was asleep yeah. because it was, it was the middle of the night. <laughs> it was the middle of the night. Is that the answer you want? Yes. Almost. I was in my house because it was. I was. Uh, I was at a free Britney vigil. <laughs> um, it was wonderful, though, wasn't it? So we had the court case. We had s- several documentaries of varying qualities. Um, <laughs> no more said. <laughs> um, and then eventually. Ms. Spears, it's Britney bitch, um, was freed of her conservatorship and is now able to do things that basic are basic human rights, like use money yes. and be her children. Her yes. Control. Yeah. Okay. Use a tel- a mobile phone. Oh, Britney. Um, and hopefully take a much needed five year break and then Come back with some bangers. Oh, Come back with some bangers. Oh my god! If you're well, only if you're well, Brittany. Yeah. No, I love that. I love that for her. I think that's exactly what needs to happen. I'd love it if Brittany just sort of just once every few years did like did like one concert and like a gorgeous little album and just then just enjoyed her millions like and enjoyed her children and had a night like share yeah just yes. comes out every year well not every year, every couple of years with a tour a farewell some big tour big dates yeah. She could do like an Adele, but with more dancing. Yeah. So that was our top 10. We haven't given Ooh. our divas and our dickheads of the year. Oh, the light and the shade of the diva-verse. So I'm coming to you, Rich, first. What have you got for your, your dickhead and your diva of the year? So my dickhead of the year is my dickhead of every year. Yeah. I'm going to say this is not based on anything that this person did this year. In fact, I don't even know if this person did anything this year, but my dickhead of the year is and will always be Justin Timberlake. Yes, the scourge. Um, scourge of the Divaverse. Um, awful. Yeah. For, I do it for Britney. I do it for Jessica. I do it for Christina. Yeah. I do it for uh, Janet. Justin Timberlake will always be my dickhead Absolutely. of the year. My diva of the year, I'm going to have two because I'm going to have... Tina Turner, because she put out a documentary and retired this year, and that's gorgeous. Yes. Hope she has a, a lovely time. Mm. And much like Justin is always my decade of the mm. year, my diva of the year is always my diva of the year. It's Dolly Parton. Oh, lovely. yes. But this year specifically, because she funded the vax in 2020 and then in 21 got vaccinated and sang vaccine, vaccine, <sighs> vaccine, vaccine. Like just Icon. the campest gorgeous moment. And 
I'm reading about four biographies of Dolly at the moment and everyone just keeps on giving. So yeah, diva of the year, Dolly. Amazing. Nobsy, who are your divas and dickheads of the year? Oh, it's been a difficult choice this year. Um, In terms of dickheads, I was told I wasn't allowed to nominate a virus um, (laughs) because obviously it would be the Omicron variant, which is... Uh, which has really um, put the put the I was going to say put the kibosh, which is a phrase I've never <laughs> used. Put the kibosh on the latter half of the yeah. year. Um, obviously, we um, we just nominate our government as an ongoing yeah. uh, matter of of discussion on the agenda for this category. Yeah. But ultimately, I've settled on that man who um, sprinkles salt on golden hamburgers in his expensive oh. restaurants. Uh, I can't pronounce his name. I'm terribly sorry, but I believe he's known on the um, on the gram as Salt Bay. Boom. Salt Bay. Stop sprinkling. I mean, stop sprinkling salt from a great height onto people's golden meat uh, for great expense. Unacceptable. Just, um, unacceptable. He is my dickhead of the year. Very good. Um, thank you. And then my divas of the year. This has also been quite a difficult one to settle on. Um, I've come up with a public figure and someone more private to me. Um, the public figure I'd like to nominate is um, Siobhan off Interior Design Masters. Lovely. Um, Lovely. Yeah, Gorgeous. she, um, I think it was this year, but she was, I believe, a, the runner-up, not even the winner of Interior Design Masters, hosted by Alan Carr this time round. She um, transformed a series of interiors oh. with her with her bubbly design choices. Loved her. Um, and uh, she should have won. She should have won. Yeah. She's welcome to come and refurb my house whenever she wants. Uh, so wow. thank you. She's <laughs> absolutely not welcome to do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> thanks to Siobhan. Um, obviously stinks. And then um, my diva of the year is um, someone called Panos, who is the landlord of Different Bar, uh, the only gay bar in Paphos, Cyprus. Uh, he really made our holiday <laughs> Um, he brought us some free shots, some popcorn, um, and he was a crisps. little bit, little bit handsy with me. <laughs> what I thought <laughs> a little bit, but but um, but really, just a true icon of the category. And I think often these um, these sort of sub divas are don't get the don't get the kind of uh, coverage they deserve on your podcast. I agree. So I'm I'm dedicating this moment to Panos. The landlord of different bar in Paphos, Cyprus. If you're in the area, do pop in. Uh, great deals. Happy hour. You get uh, free shots when you arrive. Oh. And um, yeah, lovely, lovely stuff. Just watch your husband. Yeah. Watch your husband. Um, it's also great for people watching because there's a whole range of characters going in and out lovely. different every night. Uh, yeah. So that's my diva of the oh, year. Oh, I love it. Panos from Paphos. Fantastic. My darling, who are yours? Um, my dickhead of the year is a real... It's a real stab... I don't know. It's a real stab in the heart. Okay. Someone who's very close to mine. Um, but I feel like it's one me. of my favourite... Yeah. Is it Morgan? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, no. is my dickhead <laughs> of the year. Um, no, I'm going to nominate Elton Welcome to Showbiz John. Okay. Reg Dwight. And, and it's not because... I think, generally speaking, every year that Elton still with us is a good year. Yeah. I do, well, however, got feel... At some well, you've point, got you? tickets to go and see it, right? In, like, 2029 yeah. at this point. We've had knows. tickets for Elton for about the last <laughs> eight years. This keeps getting postponed. She just keeps cancelling. Oh, come on, Elton. 
in the end, she's just going to send us that video um, of him playing. Yeah, maybe he'll be a hologram by that yeah. point. And, you know. Well, you might have to hope so. <laughs> just because the contributions that Elton, Sir Elton John, Sir Reg Dwight has made to uh, music, pop music this year have been subpar, mm. to say the least. The lockdown sessions, whilst um, dazzling us with an array of glittering celebrity um, contributors, uh, was... Not a tune to be had, though, were there? Not a tune amongst them, apart from the ones where they just remixed Elton's songs and made them worse. And she couldn't catch a tune in a bucket these days either, could she, lover? So she's gone from delivering I'm Still Standing for us last year with some basketballs in the background... (laughs) And appearing on a fantastic Lady Gaga record to delivering us the lockdown sessions and number two and number one Christmas of the uh, singles of the year. So Elton's done a song called Merry Christmas with Ed Sheeran, which is apocalyptically poor (laughs) and has only been pipped to number one by a version of the same song that also features Elton and uh, Sheeran. Uh, by someone called Lad Baby, which, to be fair, the proceeds go towards charity, so I can't argue with that. Yeah. But they, uh, they're the uh, progenitors of, of hits last three or four Christmas number one. This is their fourth one. They've this just beaten the Spice Girls and the Beatles to have four wow. Christmas number one. The Beatles and the Spice Girls, two of the greatest bands of all time, have been beaten to this record by someone that sings about sausage rolls. <laughs> and it was funny once. <laughs> it ain't funny anymore. Yeah. Um... And I, I, it's, it's, I'm really disappointed in Elton, and I really, really hope that she picks her, her end up in 2022. That's my decade of the year. Um, my diva of the year, I'm going to have to nominate J-Lo for all sure. the reasons we've already mentioned. So I won't mm. go into it again, but it involves the inauguration. It involves getting back together with Ben Affleck. Oh. The return yeah. of Ben Affleck. Um, something entirely designed by J-Lo herself, I'm completely certain of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Recreating the photo shoot. Yeah, the marketing the, oh. around it. Just what, well, the one where he's got his hand all on over a, Yeah, yeah. yeah. <sighs> so good. So good. Yeah, we love you, J-Lo. We always have. Um, but this is, yeah, it's been a golden year for her. Yeah. Right mm. off the back of another one, because we obviously had the... Uh, yeah, she's entering a real golden period. Bowl. She is. She's entering she really is. iconic she? status. So well done, her. Brilliant. Okay, so my divas and dickheads of the year. I, similar to Chris, I would like to obviously cannot nominate COVID or a member of the Conservative Party or the Conservative Party as an institution or gestational diabetes, who's also been a right twat uh, over the last couple of months. (laughs) Um, I'm going to nominate this man off Married at First Sight UK called Michael. I think he was called Mike. He was an absolute tool he just had coercive controlling nightmare man written through him like a stick of rock. Um, uh, I didn't also, I didn't care for Morag on that program either. So they are my, people off Married at First Sight are my, some of my dickheads of the year. Yeah. yeah. Is, is Morag a person that has been born in recent years? Yes. Mo- yeah. Morag is not in her 60s. No, it, it's not It's not a name you come across very often, is it? No. Um, also, no. born in recent years is not a term you hear very often for <laughs> young people. <laughs> no. Well, I'm famously quite old. Born now, moderately recently. <laughs> just haven't met a Morag no. for... Um, you, I, in fact, the only Morag I think I've ever met is that cow that used to I'm be fully on... Booked. Um, 
Volleyball. Yes, yeah. I was just yeah. thinking about that, which came after Live yeah. and Kicking, didn't it? It was like, yeah. yeah. I actually worked yeah, for yeah. Morag, who's very nice. You get stuck into those quality streets there, Nobs. I am. I had to put myself on mute. <laughs> for a couple of it minutes, didn't work. So gorged on a few more. Um, cheers. And my diva of the year is Lady Gaga. Yeah. It's, it's Lady Gaga. Fine. Because Can't argue with that. she's just consistent divering. She's, I can't even remember where we stand with our tickets for Chromatica Ball. I think she's still got our money. She has, yeah. Yeah, she she's has. She's got our money. And she, she can keep it. Yeah, of course. <laughs> take, do, take what you need. Mm. She's in theory coming, coming next year to Tottenham, which we're all obviously very excited about. Uh, I mean, I haven't booked a baby. your unborn baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, she won't cancel it. It's like she refuses to cancel it. And also she keeps referring to it whenever she's postponing it as the chromatica ball yeah i've got to assume she'll have another album out before it actually happens yeah we've got that tony bennett one but you know i don't want to go to a ball of a tony bennett album no offense the tony bennett ball no that'd be very sedate um she uh she filmed a whole movie as the dolmio lady and uh said that she knew the lady better than herself despite having never met the lady she refused to meet her refused to meet her um she's lived in character for a year and a half which has been really fucking irritating With that vogue shoot just incredible she lost her dogs some oh. someone nicked her dogs for a bit and a guy got shot yeah he did and we found out that the dogs are called miss asia and <laughs> <laughs> can't remember what the other one's called <laughs> um <laughs> and yeah she did she's she, it's it's gaga gaga's my deed of the Lord's year work hasn't she yeah um, we're going to wrap things up, dear listener, and we're going to give you a light tease. Just a tickle. A tickle. Just a little yeah. ticklet, yes. Um, a little feather duster for your ears. Um, As you may have, may have picked up, uh, I am great with child and I will... <laughs> heavy with diabetes. Uh, heavy with diabetes. Uh, I'm putting the final bits of mozzarella on him to, uh, for him to emerge at uh, the end of, of next of this month. What I'm talking about. Are you are you having a pizza? Having a pizza. I, I will be having a fucking pizza. <laughs> I think you're referencing something we talked about before we started recording. Oh, shit. So that makes no sense to anybody else. That's why all of us look so confused. Okay. Yes, I've lost my mind, listeners. So it seemed like a good idea to hand over the running of the podcast to someone else. <laughs> Yeah. So oh, the proof of the pudding is in the eating. Exactly. Uh, so yes, Tom, and, point. Tom and I are going to take a little bit of a backseat to um, try not to kill the child that we're making. And we're not going to say who's going to be in the driver's seat. We'll let you work it out. <laughs> so there you go. There's your light tease. Um, and we, I guess it just remains for us to wish you a very happy uh, new year. And safe and to get your boosts and thank you very much for listening bye <laughs> <laughs> love you bye bye